Good evening and a special welcome to all my cherished listeners and audience to the first podcast for the year 2022. And you know, talking of 2022, it's the World Cup year. So on this note, and on behalf of the FIFA World Cup show, I wish you all a happy, happy New Year and a prosperous and healthy 2022. Wherever you are listening to this episode from, welcome to the most exciting, informative and educative sports show on the calling platform with yours truly, Philip Alimo. I have love for sports. On the episode tonight, we'll be looking at the history and career trajectory of Lionel Messi at the Mundial. So without much ado, I'll take you straight to the history and background of Lionel Messi in the FIFA World Cup and his journey so far. When did his journey start? I'll take you through that. 2004-2005, for which I describe as a success at youth level. As a dual Argentine-Spanish national, Messi was eligible to play for the national team of both countries. Selectors for Spain's under-17 squad began pursuing him in 2003 after Barcelona's director of football, Carles Rexach elected the Royal Spanish Football Federation to their young player. Messi declined the offer, having aspired to represent Argentina since childhood. To further prevent Spain from taking him, the Argentine Football Association organized two under-20 friendlies in June 2004 against Paraguay and Uruguay with the purpose of finalizing his status as an Argentine player in FIFA. Five days after his 17th birthday, on June 29th, he made his debut for his country against Paraguay, scoring one and providing two assists in their 8-0 victory against Paraguay. He was subsequently included in the squad for the South American Youth Championship held in Colombia in February 2005. As he lacked the stamina of his teammates, the result of his former growth, as a result of his former growth human deficiency, he was used as a substitute in six of the nine games. After being named man of the match against Venezuela, he scored the winning 2-1 goal in the crucial game against Brazil thereby securing their third-place qualification for the FIFA World Youth Championship in 2005. Aware of his physical limitations, Lionel Messi employed a physical trainer to increase his muscle mass, returning to the squad in an improved condition in time for the World Youth Championship hosted by Netherlands in June 2005. After he was left out of the starting lineup, in their first game against the United States, in a 1-0 defeat, the squad's senior players asked the then coach of the under-20 side, Francesco, Francisco Ferraro, to let Messi start as they considered him their best player. After helping the team defeat Egypt and Germany to progress past the group stage, Messi proved decisive in the knockout phase as he scored their equaliser against Colombia and provided a goal and an assist against title favorites Spain, and scored their opening goal against reigning Brazilian champions, against reigning under-20 champions Brazil at the time. Ahead of the final, he was awarded the Golden Ball as the best player of the tournament. He scored two penalties, in their 2-1 victory over Nigeria, 
clinching Argentina's fifth World Youth Championship and finishing the tournament as top scorer with six goals. His performances drew comparisons with compatriot Diego Maradona, who led Argentina to the FIFA Under-20 World Championship in 1979. And now, 2005-2006, the moment Lionel Messi made his senior and World Cup debuts. In recognition of his achievements with the Under-20 side, senior manager Jose Peckerman gave Messi his first call-up for a friendly game against Hungary on August 17th 2005. Aged 18, Lionel Messi made his senior debut for Argentina in the Frank Puskas Stadium when he came on in the 63rd minute, only to be sent off after two minutes for a perceived foul against Velmos Vanzak, who had grabbed a shirt. Messi had struck the defender with his arm while trying to shake him off which the referee interpreted as an intentional elbow, a, a, a contentious decision at the time. Messi was reportedly found weeping in the dressing room after his first sending off in that game. He returned to the team on the 3rd of September in their World Cup qualifier defeat to Paraguay, which he had declared his re-debut ahead of the game. Messi started his first game in the next qualifying game against Peru, in which he was able to win a crucial penalty that secured Argentina's victory. After their game, Peckerman described him as a jewel. He subsequently made regular appearances for the team ahead of Argentina's participation in the 2006 FIFA World Cup, scoring his first goal in a friendly against Croatia on 1st March 2006. A hamstring injury sustained a week later jeopardized his presence in the World Cup, but he was nonetheless selected for Peckerman's squad and regained fitness in time for starts of the tournament. During the World Cup in Germany, Messi witnessed his opening game with a victory against Ivory Coast from the bench. In the next game against Serbia and Montenegro, he became the youngest player to represent Argentina at a FIFA World Cup when he came on as a substitute in the 74th minute. He assisted their fourth strike within minutes and scored a final goal in their 6-0 victory, making him the youngest scorer in the tournament and the sixth youngest scorer in the history of the World Cup. As their progression to the knockout phase was secured, several starters were arrested during their last group game. Messi subsequently started the game against the Netherlands, which ended in a goalless draw as they won their group on goal difference. In the round of 16 game against Mexico, Lionel Messi played on his 19th birthday. Messi came on in the 84th minute with a score tied at 1-1. He appeared to score a goal, but it was contentiously ruled offside, with the team needing a late goal in extra time to proceed. He did not play in the quarterfinal against Germany, during which Argentina were eliminated 4-2 in a penalty shootout. Back home, Peckerman's decision to leave him on the bench against Germany led to widespread criticism from those who believe Messi could have changed the outcome of that game in Argentina's favor at the 2006 FIFA World Cup in Germany. Now we'll look at Messi's career from 2007 to 2008 when he made the Copa America final and won Olympic gold. As Messi evolved into one of the best players in the world, he secured a place in Alfio Basil's starting lineup 
as part of a team considered favorites to win the 2007 Copa America held in Venezuela. He set up the game-winning goal of their 4-1 victory over the USA in the opening game before winning a penalty that led to the game-tying first track of their 4-2 win in their next game against Colombia. At the quarter-final stage, where the group winners faced Peru, he scored the second goal of a 4-0 victory that saw them through to the semi-final, during which he chipped the ball over Mexico's goalkeeper to ensure another 3-0 win. In a surprise defeat, Argentina lost the final 3-0 to a Brazilian squad that lacked several of the nation's best players. Their unexpected loss was followed by much criticism in Argentina, though Messi was mostly exempted due to his young age and secondary status to star player Juan Roma Caresma. He was named the best young player of the tournament by Conabel. Ahead of the 2008 Summer Olympic Games in Beijing, Barcelona legally barred Messi from representing Argentina at the tournament as it coincided with their Champions League qualifying games. After interference from newly appointed then-Barcelona coach Pep Guardiola, who had won the tournament himself in Barcelona 92, Messi was permitted to join Sergio Batista's under-23 squad in Beijing. During the first game, he scored the opening goal in their 2-1 victory over the Ivory Coast. Following a 1-0 win in the next group game against Australia, ensuring their quarter-final qualification. Messi was rested during the game against Serbia, while his side won the game to finish first in their group. Against the Netherlands, he again scored the first goal and assisted a second strike to help his team to a 2-1 win in extra time. After a 3-0 semi-final victory over Brazil, Messi assisted the only goal in the final as Argentina defeated Nigeria to claim Olympic gold medal. Along, along with Charisma, Messi was singled out by FIFA as a standout player from the tournament's best team. Now, we look at Messi's career from 2008 to 2011, for which I describe as a collective decline. From late 2008, the national team experienced a three-year period marked by poor performances. And the manager, Diego Maradona, who had led Argentina to World Cup victory as a player, the team struggled to qualify for the 2010 World Cup in South Africa, securing their place in the tournament only after defeating Uruguay 1-0 in their last qualifying game. Maradona was criticized for his strategic decisions, which included playing Messi out of his usual position. In eight qualifying games under Maradona's stewardship, Messi scored only one goal, netting the opening goal in the first game against Venezuela, which ended 4-0. During that game, Messi played during that game played on 28th March 2009, he wore Argentina's number 10 shirt for the first time, following the international retirement of Charisma. Overall, Messi scored four goals in 18 appearances during the qualifying process. Ahead of the tournament, Maradona visited Messi in Barcelona to request his tactical input. Messi then outlined a 4-3-1-2 formation with himself playing behind the two strikers, a playmaking position 
known as the engine in Argentine football, which had been his preferred position since childhood. Messi then outlined a 4-3-1-2 formation with himself playing behind the two strikers, more or less playing as a playmaker, which was very popular in Argentine football and which was Messi's preferred position since childhood. Despite their poor qualifying campaign, Argentina were considered title favorites at the World Cup in South Africa. At the start of the tournament, the new formation proved effective. Messi managed at least four attempts on goal during the opening game, but was repeatedly denied by Nigeria's goalkeeper, resulting in a 1-0 win. During the next game against South Korea, he excelled in his playmaking role, participating in all four goals in Argentina's 4-1 victory over South Korea. As their place in the knockout phase was guaranteed, most of the starters were rested during the last group game but Messi reportedly refused to be benched. He wore the captain's armband for the first time in their 2-0 win against Greece. As the focal point of their play, he helped create their second goal to see Argentina finish as group winners. Argentina were eliminated in the quarterfinal against Germany at the same stage of the tournament and by the same opponent as four years earlier, in, that was in Germany in 2006. Their 4-0 loss was their worst margin of defeat at the World Cup since 1974. FIFA subsequently identified Messi as one of the tournament's best 10 players, citing his outstanding pace, creativity, and spectacular and efficient dribbling, shooting, and passing. Back home in Argentina, Messi was the subject of a harsh judgment. As, as the perceived best player in the world, he had been expected to lead an average Argentine team to the title as Maradona did in 1986, but he had failed to replicate his performances at Barcelona with the national team, leading to the accusation that he cared less about his country than his club. Maradona was replaced by Sergio Batista, who had orchestrated Argentine's Olympic victory. Batista publicly stated that he intended to build the team around Messi, employing him as a false nine within a 4-3-3 system as used to match success by Barcelona. Although Messi scored a record 53 goals during the 2010-2011 club season, he had not scored for Argentina in an official game since March 2009. Despite the tactical change, his goal drought continued during the 2011 Copa America hosted by Argentina. Their first two games against Bolivia and Colombia ended in draws. The media and fans noted that he did not combine well with striker Carlos Tevez, who enjoyed greater popularity among the Argentine fans. Messi was consequently booed by his own team supporters for the first time in his career. During the crucial next game, with Tevez on the bench, he gave a well-received performance, assisting two goals in their 3-0 victory over Costa Rica. After the quarterfinal against Uruguay, which ended in a 1-1 draw following extra time, Messi assisted with their equalizer, even though Argentina were eventually eliminated in a 5-4 penalty shootout by the eventual champions. Now, Messi's career between 2011 and 2013 
as I described, the period he assumed the captaincy fully. After Argentina's unsuccessful performance in the Copa America, Batista was replaced by Sabella. Upon his appointment in August 2011, Sabella awarded the 24-year-old Messi the captaincy of the squad in accord with then-captain Javi Mascherano. Reserved by nature, Messi went on to lead his squad by example as their best player, while Mascherano continued to fulfill the role of the team's on-field leader and motivator. In a further redesign of the team, Sabella dismissed Tevez and brought in players with whom Messi had won the World Youth Championship and Olympic Games. Now playing in a free role in an improving team, Messi ended his goal drought by scoring during their first World Cup qualifying game against Chile on 7th October. His first official goal for Argentina in two and a half years. Under Sabella, Messi's goal scoring rate drastically increased where he had scored only 17 goals in 61 games under his previous managers. He scored 25 times in 32 appearances during the following three years. He netted a total of 12 goals in nine games for Argentina in 2012, equaling the record held by Gabriel Patistuta for the most goals scored in a calendar year for their country. His first international hat-trick came in a friendly game against Switzerland on the 29th of February 2012, followed by two more hat-tricks over the next year and a half in friendlies against Brazil and Guantamela. Messi then helped the team secure their place in the 2014 FIFA World Cup with a 5-2 victory over Paraguay on 10 September 2013, when he scored twice from penalty kicks, taking his international tally to 37 goals to become Argentina's second-highest goal scorer behind Gabriel Batistuta. Overall, he had scored a total of 10 goals in 14 games during the qualifying campaign. Concurrently with, his battered, concurrently, with his improved performances, his relationship with his compatriots improved as he gradually began to be perceived more favorably in Argentina. His career, Lionel Messi's career from 2014 to 2015, which I describe as the World Cup and Copa America finals. Ahead of the World Cup in Brazil, doubts persisted over Messi's form as he finished an unsuccessful and injury-plagued season with Barcelona. At the start of the tournament, however, he gave strong performances, being elected man of the game in their first four games. In his first World Cup qualifying game as captain, in his first World Cup game as captain, he led Argentina to a 2-1 victory over Bosnia and Hexagonia. He helped create Said Kolesnich's own goal and scored their second strike after a dribble past three players. His first World Cup goal since his debut in the history of the FIFA World Cup eight years earlier. During the second game against Iran, he scored an injury time goal from 25 yards to end the game in a 1-0 victory, securing their qualification for the knockout phase. He scored twice in the last group game 
a 3-2 victory over Nigeria. A second goal coming from a free kick as they finished first in their group. Messi assisted a late goal in extra time to ensure a 1-0 win against Switzerland in the round of 16 and played in their 1-0 quarterfinal win against Belgium as Argentina progressed to the semi-final of the World Cup for the first time since 1990. Following a goalless draw in extra time, they eliminated the Netherlands in a 4-2 penalty shootout to reach the final with Messi scoring his team's first penalty. The finals billed as Messi versus Germany, the world's best player against the best team. The final was a repeat of the 1990 final featuring Diego Maradona. Within the first half hour mark, Messi had started the play that led to a goal, but it was ruled offside. He missed several opportunities to open the scoring throughout the game, in particularly at the start of the second half when his breakaway effort went wide off the post. Substitute Mario Gotze finally scored in the 113th minute, followed in the last minute of extra time by a free kick that Messi sent over the net as Germany won the game 1-0 to claim the World Cup. At the conclusion of the final, Messi was awarded the golden ball as the best player of the tournament in addition to being the joint third highest goal scorer with four goals and an assist. He created the most chances, completed the most dribbling runs, made the most deliveries into the penalty area and produced the most true balls in the competition. However, a selection drew criticism due to his lack of goals in the knockout round. Then FIFA president, Sir Blatter, expressed his surprise, while Maradona suggested that Messi had undeservingly been chosen for marketing purposes. Another final appearance, the third of Messi's senior international career, followed in the 2005-15 Copa America. Another final appearance, the third of Messi's senior international career, followed in the 2015 Copa America held in Chile under the stewardship of former Barcelona manager Martino, Argentina entered the tournament as title contenders due to their second-place achievements at the World Cup. During the opening game against Paraguay, they were ahead two goals by halftime, but lost their lead to end the game in a 2-2 draw. Messi had scored from a penalty kick, netting his only goal in the tournament, following a 1-0 win against defending champions Uruguay. Messi earned his 100th cap for his country in the final group game, a 1-0 win over Jamaica, becoming only the fifth Argentine to achieve this milestone. In his 100 appearances, he had scored a total of 46 goals for Argentina, 22 of which came in official competitive games. As Messi evolved from the team's symbolic captain into a genuine leader, he led Argentina to the knockout stage as group winners. In the quarterfinal, they created numerous chances, including a rebound header by Messi, but were repeatedly denied by Colombia's goalkeeper and ultimately ended the game scoreless, leading to a 5-4 penalty shootout in Argentina's favor, with Messi netting his team's first sports kick. 
at the semi-final stage, Messi excelled as a playmaker as he provided three assists and created three more goals in his side's 6-1 victory over Paraguay, receiving applause from the initially hostile crowd. Argentina started the final as the Hots on title favorites, but were defeated by Chile 4-1 in a penalty shootout after a 0-0 extra-time draw. Faced with aggression from opposing players, including taking a boot to the midriff, Messi played below his standards, though he was the only Argentine to successfully convert his penalty. At the end of the tournament, he was report reportedly selected to receive the Most Valuable Player Award, but Lionel Messi rejected the honor as Argentina continued a trophy drought that began in 1993. The World Cup and Copa America defeats again brought intense criticism for Messi from the Argentine media, the fans, and the general public. Just before, I will take you to subsequent Lionel Messi's career from 2016 until date. We will hear from Lionel Messi himself on his impressions of that tournament in Brazil when Argentina got to the final. Lionel Messi spoke in Spanish and I will definitely translate subsequently after we hear from the world's best and outstanding player, Lionel Messi, as he shares his key moments of the 2014 World Cup in Brazil. Let's take those moments from Lionel Messi. enganchando para adentro para mi pierna y, y buscar mi perfil es algo que, que bueno que, que acostumbro hacer pero sí que fue un, un desahogo por empezar el primer partido y, y haciendo un gol y ganando la verdad que, que los nervios del de, de primer partido por ahí te pasan factura y para nosotros era importante empezar ganando Vimos el partido, lo seguimos, aparte era un partido que todos esperábamos por, por las dos selecciones que, que, que se cruzaban y bueno, fue un partido de gran partido que por ahí no esperábamos que siguiera así hasta resultado, sabíamos que iba a ser eh, un partido lindo, igualado y bueno, al final terminó ganando Holanda por, por diferencia. ¿Estás en contacto con los chicos de compañeros de club? Sí, sí, hablado. En ese momento eh, no me gusta molestar ni hablar, soy así yo en lo personal y pienso que, que lo mejor en ese momento no, no decir más. pero fue, fue espectacular poder meternos en esa, en esa final eh, jugamos contra eh, una selección bueno como dije antes espectacular que tenía jugadores eh, muy buenos fue un partido igualado que por momentos eh, sufrimos fue un partido muy muy táctico y bueno eh, terminamos llegando a los penales y, y pasando a nosotros que fue una, una alegría increíble
Más o menos con lo que te decía con el partido de Holanda y, y España, ¿no? Fue una sorpresa para todos que, que se diera así el, el partido. Esperábamos todo un partido muy, muy cerrado, muy igualado y que, que, que iba a costar mucho para las dos selecciones. No esperábamos que a los 20 o 25 minutos Alemania ya esté ganando 3 o 4 0, no, no me acuerdo bien. Y la verdad que fue una, una sorpresa para todos. Era lo mismo, pasarse quien pasarse. Eh, era lo mismo porque eran dos selecciones eh, muy buenas. Eh, Alemania lo demostró todo el mundial, Brasil igual. Eh, Brasil además era el local. Eh, eh, no daba igual quien pasase porque iba a ser vamos, lo mismo. esa como otra más que, que tuvimos en ese partido creo que la más clara la tuvimos nosotros y, y bueno vamos a arrepentir toda la vida de, de esas ocasiones que tuvimos y no pudimos meterla dentro so that was Lionel Messi describing his key moments from the 2014 World Cup and I will translate what he said. Peace. And this is what Lionel Messi had to say. He said, I start from the right end, cut inside, trying to find the right angle for my left foot. Foot. It's something I usually do. It was a relief because it was our first game and I managed not only to emerge as a winner, but also to score. The nerves of the opening game can force you to make mistakes. So it was important for us to get a victory there. Lionel Messi was subsequently asked his impressions of the game between Spain and Netherlands, which was a repeat of the 2010 World Cup final that was played in 2014. And this is what Lionel Messi had to say. We watched that game. We followed it. It was a game we were all anticipating because it involved two great teams squaring off. It was a great game with a result nobody was expecting. We knew it was going to be a good game and even expected a balanced game. But in the end, the Netherlands won it by a big margin. Lionel Messi was subsequently asked if he was in touch with the then Spanish teammates with whom he played in Barcelona. And this is what Lionel Messi had to say. He said, we were in touch. We used to talk. But in situations like that, when you see your teammates lose by such a huge margin, you can't talk to them. And I didn't want to bother them. That's why... I didn't contact any of them. And that's the way I am in general. And I think it's better to stay quiet in situations like that. Lionel Messi went on to say, I don't know if it was my happiest moment, but it was indeed something spectacular to be able to get into the final at the expense of the Netherlands, who were a great team with great players. But uh, Lionel Messi led Argentina to beat the Netherlands in the semi-final of the 2014 World Cup en route to Argentina playing Germany in that final. Lionel Messi was subsequently asked of his opinion of the Brazil-Germany game And this is what he also had to say. It was a big surprise for everyone. We were all expecting a very even game, balanced and a very difficult game for both teams. We didn't expect Germany to be leading 3-0 or 4-0 after 20 or 25 minutes. It was a surprise for everybody. 
It didn't matter to us who played in the final because both teams were strong. Germany proved it during the whole World Cup as did Brazil. And Brazil were playing at home. Who we faced didn't make a difference to us. On playing the finals with Germany, this is what Lionel Messi also had to say. In fact, I'm lost for words. I don't know. What can I say? It was a pity. It's a pity. Given that we had all the chances in that game. We had the better chances. And we will regret the chances we had. But couldn't score for the rest of our lives. As Germany went on to win the 2014 World Cup. I'll give you a background on Lionel Messi's journey with the national team from 2016 to 2017 when they played in their third Copa America final, his retirement and subsequent return. Messi's place in Argentina's Copa America Centenario squad was initially put in jeopardy when he sustained a back injury in a 1-0 friendly win over Honduras in a pre-Copa America warm-up game on the 27th of May 2016. It was later reported that he had suffered a deep bruise in his lumbar region. He was later left on the bench in Argentina's 2-1 opening win over defending champion Chile on June 6 due to concerns regarding his fitness. Although Messi was declared much fit for his nation's second group game against Panama on 10 June, Martino left him on the bench once again. He replaced Augusto Fernandez in the 61st minute and subsequently scored a hat-trick in 19 minutes. Also starting the play which led to Sergio Aguero's goal as the game ended in a 5-0 victory, sealing Argentina's place in the quarterfinal of the competition. He was selected man of the match for his performance. On June 18th, in the quarterfinal of the Copa America against Venezuela, Messi produced another man of the match performance, assisting two goals and scoring another in a 4-1 victory which enabled him equal Gabriel Batistuta's national record of 54 goals in official international games. This record was broken three days later when Messi scored a free kick in a 4-0 semi-final win against Ost, the USA. He also assisted two goals during the game as Argentina sealed a place in the final of the competition for a second consecutive year and was named man of the match once again. During a repeat of the previous year's final on June 26th, Argentina once again lost to Chile on penalties after a 0-0 deadlock, resulting in Messi's third consecutive defeat in a major tournament final with Argentina and his fourth overall. After the game, Messi, who had missed his penalty in the shootout, announced his retirement from international football. He stated, I tried my hardest. The team has ended for me. A decision is made. Chile coach Juan Antonio Pizzi said after the game, my generation can't compare him to Maradona, that's for my generation, because of what Maradona did for Argentine football. But I think the best player ever played today here in the United States. Messi finished the tournament as the second highest scorer behind Eduardo Vargas with five goals and was the highest assist provider with four assists, also winning more man of the match 
awards than any other player in the tournament. He won three Man of the Man awards. He was named to the team of the tournament for his performances, but missed out on the Golden Ball Award for Best Player, which went to Alexis Sanchez. Following his announcement, a campaign began in Argentina for Messi to change his mind about retiring. He was greeted by fans with signs like, Don't go, Leo, when the team landed in Buenos Aires. President of Argentina football, Mauricio Macri, urged Messi not to quit, stating, and I quote, We are lucky it is one of life's pleasures. It is a gift from God to have the best player in the world in a footballing country like ours. Lionel Messi is the greatest thing we have in Argentina, and we must take care of him. End of quote. Mayor of Buenos Aires, Lareta, unveiled a statue of Messi in the capital to convince him to reconsider retirement. The campaign also continued in the streets and avenues of the Argentine capital with about 50,000 supporters going to the Oblisco de Buenos Aires on July 2nd using the same slogan. Just a week after Messi announced his international retirement, Argentine newspaper reported that he was reconsidering playing for Argentina at the 2018 FIFA World Cup qualifiers in September. On June, on August 12th, it was confirmed that Messi had reversed his decision to retire from international football, and he was included in the squad for the national team's 2018 World Cup qualifiers. On 1st September, in his first game on his return from retirement, he scored in a 1-0 home victory over Uruguay in the 2018 World Cup qualifier. On 28th March 2017, Messi was suspended for four international games for insulting an international an assistant referee in a game against Chile on the 23rd of March 2017. He was also fined 10,000 Swiss francs. On the 5th of May 2017, Messi's four-match ban as well as his 10,000 Swiss francs fine was lifted by FIFA after Argentina Football Association appealed his suspension, which meant Messi could not play in Argentina's remaining World Cup qualifiers. Argentina's place in the 2018 World Cup was in jeopardy, going into their final qualifying game as they were sixth in their group, outside the five possible Cornabel World Cup qualifying spots, meaning they risked qualifying for the World Cup for the first time since 1970. On the 10th of October 2017, Messi led his country to World Cup qualification by scoring a hat-trick as Argentina came from behind to beat Ecuador 3-1 away in Ecuador. Argentina had not defeated Ecuador in Quito since 2001. Messi's three goals saw him become the joint all-time leading scorer in Cornabel World Cup qualifiers with 21 goals, alongside Uruguay's Luis Suarez, overtaking the previous record which was held by compatriot Hernan Crespo. What was Linus Messi's journey like 
at the 2018 World Cup. Following on from their poor qualification campaign, expectations were not high going into the 2018 World Cup in Russia. With a team without an injured Messi losing 6-1 to Spain in March 2018, prior to Argentina's opener, there was speculation in the media over whether this would be Messi's final World Cup. In the team's opening game against Iceland on June 16, 2018, Messi missed a potential match-winning penalty in an eventual 1-1 draw. In Argentina's second game on the 21st of June, the team lost 3-0 to Croatia. Post-match, the Argentine coach, Sao Pali, spoke of the lack of quality in the team surrounding Messi, saying, and I quote, We quite simply couldn't pass to him to help him generate the situations he is used to. We worked to give him the ball, but the opponent also worked hard to prevent him from getting the ball. We lost the battle. Croatia captain and midfielder Luka Modric also stated post-match, Messi is an incredible player, but he can't do everything alone. In Argentina's final group game against Nigeria at Saint, in St. Petersburg on June 26th, Messi scored the opening goal in an eventual 2-1 victory, becoming the third Argentine after Diego Maradona and Gabriel Patistuta to score in three different World Cups. He also became the first player to score in the World Cup in his teens, 20s and his 30s. A goal of the tournament contender, Messi received a long pass from midfield and controlled the ball on the run with two touches before striking it across goal into the net with his weaker right foot. He was later awarded the man of the match. Argentina progressed to the second round as group winners, as group runners up behind Croatia. In the round of 16 game against eventual champions France on June 30th, 2018, Messi set up Gabriel Mercado's and Sergio Aguero's goal in a 3-4 defeat which saw Argentina eliminated from the World Cup. With his two assists in his team's second round fixture, Messi became the first player to provide an assist in the last four World Cups and also became the first player to provide two assists in a game for Argentina since Maradona had managed the same fate against South Korea in 1986. Following the tournament, Messi stated that he would not participate in Argentina's friendly games against Guantamela and Colombia in September of that year, 2018, and commented that it would be unlikely that he will represent his nation for the remainder of the calendar year. Messi's absence from the national team and his continued failure to win a title with Argentina prompted speculations in the media that Messi might retire from international football once again. In March 2019, however, he was called up to the Argentina squad once again for the team's friendly games against Venezuela and Morocco later that month in 2019. He made his international return on the 22nd of March 2019 in a 3-1 friendly defeat to Venezuela in Madrid. Lionel Messi subsequently went on to win the Copa Americas last year. And on 9th September, Messi scored a hat-trick in a 3-0 home win over Bolivia in a 2022 World Cup qualifier, which also moved him 
above Pele as South America's top male international scorer with 79 goals. We will take Lionel Messi's best goals We will take Lionel Messi's best goals from the World Cup from his first FIFA World Cup debut at the Germany 2006 to his most recent outing at Russia 2018. Let's take a look back at all of Lionel Messi's goals for Argentina at the Global Finals. That was Lionel Messi's goals at the Mundial from his debut World Cup in 2006 to his most recent outing at Russia 2018. The 2022 World Cup is yet another tournament for Messi to prove his mettle with the Argentine national team. Can he win it? Can he go on to lead Argentina to win the World Cup later in November this year? Time will tell. Until same time tomorrow, it's been great coming your way with today's episode of Lionel Messi's career at the Mundial. Stay blessed and enjoy the rest of the year.